Praise God. Amen. You know, again, uh, you may be seated, you know, I'm going to do a Bible study, but yesterday, uh, not yesterday, uh, last week, we talked about how reproaches are removed, you know, and, uh, you know, the first reproach, how God removes reproaches, you must be born again. Everybody say born again. You know, when I'm born again, I realize that I have a new father. Amen. He is my heavenly father. What a wonderful privilege that is. And he promised that he will never leave us nor forsake us. My father is an incredible father. He is all-knowing. He is everywhere. You know, when I'm down, he is there. <laughs> you know, he is a great father. And here's the next point that I did not cover because of time. You know, God, number two, God removes reproaches by divine visitation. You know, uh, Sarah, Hannah, and Rachel suffered reproach of barrenness. God visited them in the set time and reversed the barrenness. Amen. Let, let, let me tell you what this means. You know, sometimes, you know, you just feel a weakness that God's going to do something. But yet, at the same time, it's not immediate. You are incubating a miracle. Let me say that again. You are incubating a miracle. Many of you are incubating miracles that have not break forth yet. Amen. But that doesn't mean God is not moving just because you cannot see your miracle doesn't mean that God has not heard your prayers. And I feel to tell some of you this, that sometimes it will require divine timing for God to show up. You won't see your breakthrough right away, but you have such an assurance in the spirit. Suddenly, you come into the present with worry about a certain situation. You worry about this. You have all your cares. But then when you come into your presence of the Lord, hey, I'm not worried anymore because there's a weakness from the spirit of the Lord. Amen. There's a weakness, but don't you start pushing yourself. Don't you yield to, to worry again? <laughs> Come on, everybody say amen. Don't, don't you yield to worry again because that miracle is waiting to break forth. There is a break forth. There's a manifestation that will come forth. Amen. That's why I love DCD because DCD, we make room for the divine to happen. There are many things I can tell you in as the man of God preaches, as the man of God operate in the spirit, they say things that I can't even see. Amen. But it was about divine timing. God has heard your prayers the very first time you utter them, the very first time you think those prayers, God already saw it. Amen. But, but sometimes reproach takes time. Reproach is removed by divine visitation. Amen. Everybody say amen. It's not immediate, but you feel an incubating that's happening. You come into the presence of the Lord, you feel peace. You, you are not wanting no more because the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Amen. And that's why you need to understand that I need to go to a place where it, it, it reminds me of his peace. It reminds me that God has heard my prayers. Amen. We are talking about he will roll away the reproach. Remember what reproach means. Reproach means degrading, shame. He is rolling away, but some reproach takes time. He has heard your prayers the very first time that you even think it. Maybe he's the one that inspired you to think those thoughts. And then he needs you to utter it out. 
Amen. Everybody say amen. <laughs> amen. Or oh, another way, third reason that we suffer with reproach, we did not remove reproach. You can be in church and your life is not redeemed. You have not responded yet. <laughs> amen. We need to be born again. <laughs> amen. In order for this reproach, why, why stay in this reproach? When God says, I come to roll away that reproach. Amen. Reproach is like a curse. Amen. If you don't do anything about it, it will remain. I say again, it will remain. Even though after you're born again, listen very carefully today, I want to talk to you about overcoming temptation. Hello? You know, none of us ever say, hey bro, pray for me, I'm tempted. Jesus was tempted. I have never received somebody, brother. Some of you, before you come to church today, you are tempted to shout at your wife, shout at your children. You are tempted to lose your temper. You're looking at me real strange. Because if you don't believe that you can be tempted, right, you will never pray, lead us not into temptation. And no wonder some of us don't even recognize temptation. The reason why we don't ask people to pray for us is because we don't even know that I'm tempted. You think that you operate in this old system and this is normal. Folks, when you are born again, when you are dead in Christ, a dead, right, in sin, there's no temptation on that. You're already sinful. <laughs> but when you are born again, <laughs> You need to know that somebody is really very angry and he's wanting to let sin have dominion over you. So he will try to tempt you to step out of God's way into your own way. Back again. You hear me very carefully. The sinners don't, the sinners, they won't be tempted, right? they are in sin. But, but how is it that, 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 you know, I've heard a story, it was John Maxwell who taught this series and he had a board member who came up to him and said, Pastor, I need a word with you. He said, yes, what? Can you every Sunday come and ask me how am I and ask me about the situation with my assistant? I said, what do you mean? I am tempted by my assistant, I feel tempted. But could you please remind me every week when you see me, you know, how am I? Are you still tempted? And then for four weeks, they keep on going. He keep on going down the aisles and, 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 and John Maxwell will go look at him. Are you still tempted? He said, Pastor, you don't have to ask anymore. You know why? Because I fired her. Amen. Ladies, if your husband tell you I'm tempted, Will you react? Listen, temptation is not sin. When you yield to temptation, that becomes sin. I'm tempted to lose my temper. I'm tempted to speak my mind. I'm tempted to tell my wife. I'm tempted to walk away. I'm tempted to kill somebody. 
you won't say it, but I feel like, I feel like, we use the word, I feel like, because it sounds more uh, natural. I feel like killing him. Really, you are tempted to kill him. Come on, let's, let's wave our hands. Come on, how many of you ever tempted to kill somebody? Thank you, I love you all, amen. For the rest of you, I pray for you, amen. <laughs> amen, I'm tempted sometimes to scream at my wife. Amen. Okay. Come on, everybody say praise God. Amen. And then also sometimes reproach is removed by somebody interceding on your behalf. Amen. I've seen reproach removed by intercessory prayer. Amen. So today I want to talk to you about overcoming temptation. You're ready for this topic. I love this topic because it will help some of you. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. Amen. Are you awake or not? Amen. Let's, let's turn to James chapter 1 verse 12. James chapter 1 verse 12. It goes like this. Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. James chapter 1 verse 13. I want you to notice James. How many of you love the books of James? I love the books of James because it's a very practical book. The most practical book is the book of James. James chapter 1 13. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. So the first point that I want you to realize is this. Everybody, are you with me? It's not if you are tempted, it's when you are tempted. All of us will be tempted, so be realistic. All of us will fit, but we won't call it temptation because number one, maybe we don't even know that we are tempted because we are sold in this lifestyle, the old lifestyle. Remember the old nature. We don't call it that it is. Oh, I'm tempted. Oh, I'm tempted to lose my temper. I'm tempted to speak out. I'm tempted not to do my homework. Amen. You, you, you tell your dad, Dad, I'm tempted not to do my homework and I play game, but I didn't yield to it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm tempted to smack my, my brother's face. I'm tempted, but I did not. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so let's, let's, let's talk about, you see, we need to call temptation as it is, okay? And, and what is temptation? I think this is very important. What's temptation? Okay, everybody say amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Remember this, all of us will be tempted, whether you'd like to acknowledge it or not. Get up in the morning, as long as I'm flesh, I'll be tempted. Flesh also want to do things. I'm tempted to, even when I get up, I'm tempted to go back to sleep. Not to come to church. I'm tempted not to come to church. But it's temptation. Amen. Just because you were tempted doesn't mean you are bad. That's why you know we are so afraid to tell people I'm tempted. You know why we think that tempted means sin? It's not. Jesus was tempted. How many of you ever read in the Bible, Matthew chapter 4, the temptation of Jesus Christ? If Jesus were tempted, what makes us so special that we will not be tempted? 
Amen. Come on. I mean, uh, now this is a new term. Now everybody, when they are struggling, brother, I'm tempted. Brother, I'm tempted. Brother, I'm tempted. Wow, isn't that good? Because you haven't fallen to sin yet. Could it be if we were to tell each other that and we were reinforced by praying, we can deliver my brother? Come on, every, I, I'm tempted to buy this car. I'm tempted to buy this, 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 this expensive car, but I have no money. I'm tempted to do this, but I don't have. Amen. So, so, so again, you know, if, you know so, some, sometimes we live in a, uh, a, you know, a Christian world where, where everybody feels like, oh, I'm so pious. You know, uh, 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 you know what? Um, I'll never get tempted one. You're a liar. As long as there's flesh, you will always be tempted. <laughs> Come on, everybody say praise God. Every day we are tempted. You're never, you never get too old for it. You never overcome it by being too spiritual. Let's acknowledge it. Everybody will be tempted. Amen. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, everybody will be tempted. You know, there's a misconception here that says once you are born again, you got it all together. You have arrived, so you fake it and wear a mask and pretend like how could anybody do something like that? We're all tempted. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. But remember that the temptation that come into your life no different from what others experience. This means we are in the same boat. Amen. We all have the, the different or same kind of temptations, the same kind of problems. So don't be surprised, shocked. Don't try to hide it. Some of you are caught in compromising situation right now. But it is liberating to know that other people feel the same way do, as you do. Amen. I'm tempted, I'm, I'm tempted to scream at my boss. Don't raise your hands, amen. <laughs> I'm tempted to do something. I'm tempted to, to strangle somebody. Hey, you know what somebody said? Oh, you also are. <laughs> hey, tell me who's that somebody you don't need to know. <laughs> okay, you know, it's okay. You know, there's a temptation. Okay, so what's temptation? Again, let me, let me rephrase it again, okay? It's not a sin to be tempted. It's a sin to give in to temptation. The more committed you are, the more you're going to be tempted. Hello? But then, aren't you glad that for a season, sometimes some of us will not feel, feel tempted? If you resist the devil, he will flee. Amen. Everybody say praise God. This is a promise that is given to us in the Bible. So what's the definition and what's the purpose of temptation? I think this is important for us to know. It is important to first nail down some definition of the words involved with temptation. The word tempt from Webster's Dictionary to entice to do wrong by promise or pleasure or gain. Or the next definition is to make trial of test. What's the purpose of temptation? Number one, to block our inheritance as sons of God by enslaving us to sin. Galatians chapter 4 verse 7. Therefore, you are no longer a slave but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Amen. You see, the very first thing that the devil is not happy once you are born again is to get you back to be enslaved in sin. 
And when you are enslaved in sin, you have no authority, no dominion because he has got you. That's why the Bible says, let, no, let not sin have dominion over you. That's why righteous living or holy living as a byproduct of your relationship with God is so powerful. The more you are like Christ, you demonstrate that authority of Christ. You pray, things happen. You can bind, you can cast devils. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. You can have your breakthrough, your personal breakthrough if you know who you are in Christ Jesus. But here's the thing. The way the devil knows that he can rob away that authority is to get you in sin. Amen. Everybody say, Amen. Yes, he is upset, but he's not throwing in the tower to fight against you. What does he do? He wants you to be religious and not have a relationship with God. So what religious Christianity look like is you come to church, you don't exercise dominion, you don't exercise, and then after that, he will get you come to church, and just because you go to McDonald's doesn't mean you are a burger. Just because you go to church doesn't mean you are a Christian. So you know what? And then after a while, you pray, you realize nothing happened one there. Folks, you need to check uh, how efficient your prayer is uh. Out of 10 prayers, what is your likelihood? Amen. You know, I was just telling the, those people in, 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 in uh, the Tuesday prayer meeting, I'm so glad that, that, that you know, uh, in March we went to the States. This, this uh, couple came up to us and the Spirit of God just flowed within me and we lay hands and prayed. They were struggling to have a baby. But many years later, uh, many months later, I didn't hear from him. He called me up and said, Pastor, you won't believe it. My wife is 10 weeks pregnant. Come on, I say prayer works. Maybe the vessel that is praying. Some of us call prayer. You know, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Some of us pray like begging. Remember this, brothers, brother, what, brother Willoughby said this. Those of you that in mission treat said, you will never receive the Holy Ghost begging. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Amen. Again, Satan will fight you. Satan wants to block your authority. Satan's, the only way that Satan can block you praying is to give you a lot of things to do to make you logical. But then even logic cannot work sometimes and you are in, in, in a corner and then you start to pray. Amen. Some of us worship prayer, but I worship the God to whom I pray. You can even make spiritual discipline an idol. Amen. Are you with me here today? Wave your hand. Come on, everybody say amen. Again, that's why holy living is so important. That's why we must walk in newness of life. Things cannot be normal again. I must walk newness in life. That means that, you know what? I have patterns in me. Okay, patterns. We have the limbic system. How many of you know what the limbic system is? Limbic system is the, how the brain operates. We reward each other with this dopamine, uh, 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 serotonin, oxytocin. Uh, you all forgot my message. Huh? 
how to hack your brain. Amen. All these are happiness drugs that will come. That the only way that you're going to destroy the way you get this dopamine and all this is by having a new lifestyle. And you can get dopamine and oxytocin the right way. Not through a foreign subject and you abuse your body and your brain get damaged. Amen. One of the best ways to get some of this fixed and restore your brain is to sleep. Young people, sleeping is good for you. It's not the devil that put thoughts in your mind. Sometimes a good enough sleep. Wow, I feel victorious. I am victorious. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You know what? Sleep. And the devil is using this generation, you know, in a way that is deceiving you, that you don't know your iPhone, you should put one side, turn it off. You know, when you turn on your iPhone and watch all the time, sometimes I know you're watching all the time because you like. It's so late to like. Some of you in service are so like. Amen. And this will rob you from your sleep. I'm concerned about the next generation. Amen. You know, have you ever seen this, right? You open newspaper, they never see newspaper before. Leh, and they try to wrap the newspaper up. <laughs> you know, I, I, another thing that I realized, right? The Z generation or the millennials, right? I noticed something about them. Brother David, you will agree with me, uh, they must have a GPS wherever they go. I memorize here. Want to go back to Woodlands Ring Road, very simple. Go out, take CTE, BKE, boom! All the way. When they don't have GPS, they get lost. How to go? It's called spatial intelligence. You see keen road marks. Every time when I get up, my first thing I look is that my car park where to park. What is the landmark? Yellow, take photo. Some people get out and then after that spend hours looking for their car. Where, huh? where, huh? <laughs> Come on. We, we, we have to exercise our brain a little bit. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. We cannot be passive about it. If we get active, activating our brains, having brainstorming, you know, read. I say read. Let me say again. Reading is better than Candy Crush. You know why you get new ideas and new ideas get implemented. The more you focus on reading, the more ideas you have, the more hope you have. And best of all, if you read the Word of God, it brings you hope. Everybody say Amen. Amen. John chapter 12 verse 31. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. Talking about the devil. John chapter 14 verse 30, I will no longer talk much with you for the ruler of this world is coming and he has nothing in me. My goodness, Satan cannot plant his stronghold in me. He got nothing. There is now no condemnation. I don't have to work with negative feelings. I don't have to work with those things. Because you know what? This is the temple of the Holy Ghost. 
I walk with confidence. I walk not doubting and not a distorted view of God because when you have a distorted view of God, everything you pray is tainted by that distortion. That's why we study the Word of God. No time. You really better get time for the Word. You better sign up for discipleship classes. You better sign up to renew your mind. Let me tell you why. Because the old mind of logic ultimately kicks in and you attempted to operate in your old operating system. Although God never wanted us to operate in our old system. Some of us don't even think it's temptation because you are so carnal. Can't even tell you are tempted. Hello? You first thing you need to know about temptation, you must recognize that huh, I'm tempted. Nothing wrong with that. Your flesh, the devil will of course tempt you and will lure you into sin. Hey. Don't fast. Look at the Chi Chong Fan, so nice. Han Chi Bang, so nice. Sung Kui, Chai Tao Kui, whatever you want, just go order. Next day will be a better day. You know what I'm doing? I'm telling my flesh, I don't need this. I need to starve it once in a while because just because I have appetite doesn't mean that I need to give in to my appetite. Oh Lord, help us. Anyway, I'll, I, I don't want to talk about that. Let, let me go on my notes, and then I'll show you how temptation works, okay? Again, 1 John chapter 5, verse 19, we know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Amen. Jesus Christ restored that. We have authority. We are here to have dominion. Amen. You know what's dominion? Let me tell you something. You know, I'm delivered from... Uh, uh, I'm delivered from... Uh, responding like the way that the world wants me to respond, even though when I go through a hard time, doesn't mean that I, I, I cannot praise Him. You know, Brother, brother uh, Chris talked about, you know, when things are not happening my way, nevertheless, I will praise Him. Nevertheless, I will praise Him because He is worthy to be praised. Amen. I mean, I'm delivered from the power of circumstances over my life to respond like the way the world wants me to respond. You know, if you come counselling, to me, the first question I'll ask you, are you a Christian? I will ask you, are you a Christian? Because the next question will be in your face. What is the biblical response to this situation? Not what you feel. What is the Bible say? If your relationship is in trouble, I'm going to ask you one straight question. Why? Don't you believe that God wants you to have victory? Come on, everybody say amen. But you must recognize that every day we are faced with temptation because the devil wants to rob away your victory. The devil wants you to make feel lousy about yourself. But, but God be praised. Amen. There's a difference within worldly ideologies of, of, of counseling. You know, again, I, can, I tell people all the time, I cannot counsel somebody who's not born again. I can only evangelize to them. Amen. Because God is the answer. Amen. Everybody say praise to God. Come on, everybody say praise God. 
you know, if you want to succeed in life, operate in authority, then you got to find yourself in a place where there's sin can have, the devil can have nothing within you. And God did that. When I'm born again, baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. Cancel. Everything's canceled. But now you have to maintain that house. Now when I walk, amen, I will not yield to temptation. Amen. That's why the scripture says, lead us not into temptation. How many of you take that prayer seriously? I take it seriously because in me there's no good thing. I still got my appetites and some of my appetites are overgrown appetites. Appetites are not bad, but it becomes lust if it's overgrown. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, are you with me? Romans chapter 6 verse 16 tells us, Do you not know though to whom you present yourself slaves to obey? You are the, that one slave whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or to obedience leading to righteousness. Temptations appeals to our primary sin tendency of lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Amen. It will appeal to us. Amen. It will appeal to us. Everybody say appeal. <laughs> Amen. And, 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 and since the devil cannot force us into sin, Satan tried to persuade us to sin through clever lies tailor-made for our specific weakness. Can, can I share with you, somebody has been studying you for a very long time. He knows what you are weak. <laughs> you are weak with money, you die. He will surround you with people. He had all kinds of thoughts. Money is your, your, your desire. You know? It becomes your possession. You know? that, and again, it's not so much about the money. It's the desire that destroys. Let me say this again. That desire for money destroys. Not the money will destroy. Money is money. It's the desire that, that you think in your life, if I don't have this, I should die one. I should devastate one. I, I, I die. And, and it can be a simple drive like that, right? It becomes a lust. We're going to talk about lust later. It's come a desire that, that it's devastating. You, you, okay, let me give you an example. Okay, let me give you another example. Okay, let's say uh, 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 you young people, you say, I got to have this handphone, otherwise I die. Huh? How can die? Handphone can die one man. I got to have it, otherwise I die. So you will lie, you do anything to grab a hold of this. You will cheat your father's mother, you will steal to do all those things, right? Just to get this idol. Are you with me? Some of us have idols that are not man-made, that idols of, 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 of how relationship to be, and then you are trapped. Die, die, I must have one. If not, you know what? If I don't get my, it's, it's, it's okay if I don't get my phone. I get disappointed, but it's devastation. It's an idol. I mean, I mean like, like, like if your father take away your, your handphone, you get sad, right, Ben? Yeah, you know phone, oh, praise God. <laughs> you got no phone. But if somebody take away something from you, Right? You, 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 you feel what? Disappointed. But it's devastation. I'll tell you what it is. It's an idol. Amen. Yes, I'll be sad if my wife say, go exercise. Oh. 
but I won't say, I'm going to die. That means maybe rest has become your idol. Amen. A- am I making sense here? Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, so we have to be careful. And, 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 and you know what? Uh, uh, Paul wrote in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 and 17. So I say, live by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of your sinful nature. Live by the Spirit that you will not gratify the desires of your sinful nature. For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit is what contrary to the sinful nature. They are in conflict with each other so that you do not do what you want. That's what discipline is really all about. I don't do what I want. I don't do what I feel. Some of us worship our feelings so much that you cannot even know that your feelings may not be true. Feelings... Nothing more than feelings. Some days I get up, I don't feel love. But that doesn't mean I divorce my wife. I mean, in fact, most of the time, help me, man. You know, bro, I don't feel like I'm in love. So what? I do what's right. When she shout at me, I'm tempted. Come on, everybody say, I say, I'm tempted. You also with that. My ego is hurt. And I'm tempted to do something crazy. But no, I don't want. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. Come on, are are you all with me? Oh, my boss shout at me. I'm tempted to throw in the paper. But I don't want. I do what's right. That's what discipline really is all about. When you get up in the morning, I'm tempted not to go to work. But discipline says, I do what's right. Amen. You know what? You guys have been duped. eh? The whole world out there tells you, express how you feel. Huh? Why? Why do you want to express how you feel? And the whole world knows. Social media all knows. For what? And then you give information free of charge. Huh? How about your privacy? Because you know what? Not everything that comes out here is God. Eh? Sometimes I'm embarrassed with those things. Eh? I, because later on then I realize huh, I embarrass myself. I, I, I destroy my own reputation. Sometimes, you know what? Listen very carefully. Oh my ear. Okay. The person that destroys your reputation is you yourself because you represent to the world you. How you conduct yourself, the way you talk, the way people are looking, one people are looking. Yeah. And then say, oh, I get misunderstood. The way you present yourself, the way you talk. Can't you something? You know what I'm saying? The way you talk, my wife says, you talk like gangster. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Even my dog trainer says, yeah, you talk like gangster. Then I like, okay. Every time when I train my dog, I say, Sir! Then I say, why, why must you talk like that? Why must you talk like that? I say, I don't know. I, I, I. Anyway, dogs don't have feelings, one, huh? Man, dog! She, she, <laughs> my dog hear her voice uh, go like that. I, I, I say, hey, you're talking to AV, yeah? Anyway, <laughs> you know, again, like, uh, we represent ourselves. 
how you conduct yourself, your appraisal, something that you don't like. I mean, I wish that we can have a spiritual appraisal. God, what do you think about me? Amen. Huh? Amen. Okay, again, when we walk in our flesh, number two, it prevents us from being able to please God. Romans chapter 8, verse 5 to 8 tells us, those who live according to the sinful nature have their mindset on what that nature desires, but those who live in according with the Spirit have the mindset on what the Spirit desires. The mind of the sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile towards God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by sinful nature cannot please God. Amen. Very straightforward. Do you want to please God? Or not? Don't be controlled by sinful desires. We're going to talk about sinful desires. What are sinful desires? Desires are not bad. But desires that are not controlled is dangerous. Let me give you an example. We need to eat to live. Can I hear a big amen? But if we eat too much, it becomes sinful. If we, 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 don't, we don't need to talk about... You know, some people think about lust as in sex. No, if you cannot control that appetite, it's also considered lust. Are you all with me? Some people have a lust of attention. Maybe they don't have attention, so they lust, they like the attention. So much so that they dominate the whole thing. It's also lust. Are you all with me here? Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, it, it can be any desires that is healthy, that is uncontrollable. We want to feel secure, but then we can be in full control that it becomes the last of power. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Are you all with me? You see these, these things again. You know, it, it prevents us from being able to please God. If my appetites are not in check, if this sinful nature is not in check, guess what? My relationship with God will be affected. If my relationship with God will be affected, guess what? My prayer life will be affected. Guess what? I cannot live that victorious living. You know why? Because this guy is not disciplined. I, I, I want you to liken, uh, like, like your walk with God. Ask yourself this question, how disciplined are you when it comes to matters of the Spirit? How healthy are you? I, I would love to come up with a matrix uh, of health. You walk in, there's a, you know, like, 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 like you know, uh, uh, a metal detector. Ding, ding, ding. Huh? Let's try again. Ding, ding. I mean, I, I want, okay, the way to test whether we are spiritual or not, let's put us in our crisis. Do you doubt God after that? Uh, uh, let, let, let's, let's, you know, human beings are like, like, like tea bags, right? Amen. You all still remember, I'm very proud about that. You know, you put in hot water, see what comes out. Amen. You know what? You, 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 you truly don't know whether somebody loves you until he's tempted. Everybody say Amen. 
If somebody goes out there, no, 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 I'm married, get away, get thee behind me. That's how we know when there's temptation. That's why, you know, which, which brings me to the next point. Why did God allow temptation? Amen. Okay, but before that, I'll go to number three. Okay, sorry. Hinder our prayers through sin. Sin separate man from God in the first place in the Garden of Eden, and it still does. Psalms chapter 66, verse 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. Amen. So, why does God allow temptation? God allows it to test and prove our faith. Amen. You see, some people tell me, I'm submitted. Oh, really, are you submitted? Huh? Until you are tempted to be not submitted, then you will be said. You don't submit huh, because everything is always agreeable. Eh? Hello? Come on, everybody say amen. Amen. You must be tempted to do otherwise. Then there's a test. And every test, guess what happened? There is a reward. Sometimes God knows the answer, but you don't. You have a high value of your thinking and God will have to put trials in you to reveal what you are really like. It's called stress test. Brother William will understand this. Glass got stress test one there. Grading and all kinds of stuff. You know, say that, oh, some of you say, oh, I'm called to do this, I'm called to do that. Have you seen how you reacted during situation that is not what you expected? What comes out? Then after you see your test result, you retake the test again. You learn from your mistakes. Amen. Are you with me? You find out why are your trigger points. All of us got trigger points. We're going to talk about that. How do you deal with temptation? You must know your triggers. Le. There are some things that I know my triggers. Le. At night, after 12, don't argue. I will become a maniac. Bokao-kun. Amen. You must know your triggers. Some things that you talk uh, who are exploding. You got to find out where your triggers, internal or external, we're going to talk about that. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You want to overcome your temptations, right? The devil knows how to press your triggers because he knows you better than you do. And we don't even see that as temptation. And then you never live in victory because you think that, okay, this is life. No, the Bible says, lead us not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. You know, again, James chapter 1, verse 2 and 4 tells us, my brethren, come with all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Amen. That you, you can just let it have its work. Amen. And you trust God all the way. You don't need nobody to keep pick you up and stuff like that. You let it have its work. Some things you just got to stuff. You know, yeah, okay. let's talk about the brain. When you have an addiction, there's neural pathways that's been there for many long times. I need this, I need this, I want this, I want this, I want this. It's called the limbic system. You need to just say no to your flesh eh, and stuff it. Huh? The more you can say resist the devil, right? The more that pathways dies. Eh? Amen. Well, 
One of the strongest things that I ever tried, I overcome is smoking. Amen. I was a smoker for a very long time. Amen. I, I used to smoke camel, marble, the deep stuff. Amen. I was very close to drugs. Very close. And I was, this neural path that I have, withdrawal, my body punishing me. I tell you, I have to kill that neural pathways. And it was hard. But thanks be to God. Amen. That God was gracious. Oh, you say, Pastor, did you overcome right away? No, 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 no. I got temporary lapse as well. But I didn't give up. You know, I continued to starve that neural pathways and I gave myself new pathways. I went jogging. I know it's hard for you all to imagine. I used to have six packs, now one pack, you know. I, I, I went exercise because it cannot just about, about separation. You must also dedicate to a new lifestyle to have neural, new neural pathways of how you're going to get your dopamine. I, are you with me here? Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. There are some things that we have to staff and it's okay to staff it and try new things. Oh Lord, help us. There are better ways of feeling better than feeling sorry for yourself. Feeling sorry for myself, ooh, feels good. But the only thing is you feel sorry for yourself. Only you. It's a deceptive world. But you still get the fix, right? Oh Lord, help me. I've been there before. I know what I'm talking about. Amen. Until I say, stop feeling it's not working. And I start making other people feel better. Smile, first of all. Smile. In this culture, I don't know why it's very hard to smile one. Smile. Just try it. You know, you have free facial when you smile because it's less muscles. Amen. Smile. Smile. Come on. Yeah, that's beautiful. Come on, look at your face. Smile. Amen. You start to add value to people. Amen. Everybody say praise God. You know, one of the, 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 the doctors that, that I was dealing with, he says the way to get out of depression is very simple. Do something out there. Don't stay in the home. Just get out there and do something special for someone else. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on, are you all with me here? <laughs> Amen. First Peter chapter 1, verse 6 and 7, In this you greatly rejoice, though not for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. This has so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even through refined by fire, may prove genuine and may result in praise and glory and honour when Jesus Christ is revealed. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Everybody say praise God. Amen. I want to talk to you. I, I, you know what? I'm going to leave it. I'm going to talk to you about, you know, this scripture and then I will expound it next week because it's going to be long. And I'd want to, you know, we're going to talk about James chapter 1 verse 4 to 15. Okay? James chapter 1 verse 4 to 15. Okay? James chapter 1 verse 4. To 15, and I'm going to leave it after that, okay? Everybody say praise God. James chapter 1 verse 14 and 15 has six stages of how sin progresses. Six stages. 
if you can find, it, okay, this is what we have learned from Conqueror series. If you can find the triggers, you can stop it before it becomes death. Six stages. If you can find, the, the, that's why one of the things that we said, okay, you're tempted, you're tempted, at which level are you in? Level one, level two, level three, level four, level five, or level six. Because every stage is a different strategy. Amen. I mean, I love the Congress series. Yeah, all the guys say amen. It helps me to determine, right? Okay, you know what? This is infancy. This is infancy. I can snap it out real quickly. Okay, the first is always desire. Everybody say desire. Oh, another word is lust. Overgrown desires. That, 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 that you, you, you just, you know, when you were born again, you know, in the past, you have all kinds of bad habits. You know, you, you, you may be struggling with lust. You, you may be watching porn to gratify that, 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 that need. You see, every temptation will try to gratify a genuine need. Like, we all have need to feel intimate. To feel like, I want to feel intimacy. So, the devil will come along in order to, for you to feel intimacy. Maybe porn is the best way. And they end up into this whole cycle because you know what? Does it work? Yes, it works temporarily. You get satisfaction in pleasure. But pleasure alone. After that, what happens? You feel empty. Amen. Okay? You see, temptation always begins, number one, with your lust or your desires. You know what? If you don't watch your desires properly, right, you open yourself to open door. And all of us got different lusts. And lust may not be the lust of the flesh or the lust of the uh, uh, eyes. It can be lust for power, pride of life. We all got that, leh. Because we are all fallen nature, leh. You know, we all got our triggers, leh. Amen. You know, and, and, and we can find those areas later. We will talk about it. I, I, I will expound it later on. And number two, enticement. This is where the lure comes in. The devil knows how to lure you. And then number three, conception. All the thoughts begin to, you start to meditate on it. You start to dream about it. You start to imagine. And then number four, it, all the thoughts will give birth. And then after birth, five, sin. And then six, death. Amen. Amen. There may be needs in areas of relationship that you need. Areas of, of, of relationship of respect. Areas relationship of refuge, rewarded or, or refuge, I can use the word. There may be needs of relief that you need. Maybe you are in pain. When you think about uh, 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 abandonment in your family, you, 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 you start to react suddenly. You, it triggers you with a, a traumatic response. And people say, where's this coming from? Uh, 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 I don't know. You know, it just triggers you. And it goes beyond just your limbic system, rational thinking, and you just react. That's why this is deep stuff that I'm talking about. We're going to be talking about it. Why am I behaving the way I am? And the way you, 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 you express this grief that's in you, the trauma that's in you, will affect your relationship with all around you and people will look at you and wondering, what is your deal? 
and you will lose all the relationship, your influence over your loved ones. Because could it be you have not healed your inner child? You overreact. I, 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 had, I had to overreact sometimes as a parent because of some things, of, of, of traumatic things that I felt. I overreacted. And, 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 and you know what? It drives my kids away. Are you all with me here? Amen. So we're going to be talking about this six stages and it's very important next week you're going to have a, uh, if you're struggling with a continual thing that you are not happy about yourself, you know, we always tell people this, hey, I'm tempted. Okay, which stage are you? Are you in the first stage of your last? I'm struggling. Uh, I, I didn't do anything. I haven't yet. The, the quicker you nip it, the faster you get victory. Amen. Everybody say praise God. There are times where I have literally people will intercede. Two persons will intercede for that person until that desire goes. Let me tell you something. Desires are only 40 seconds. If you can resist 40 seconds, that desires go. But if you keep on resisting temptation, the Bible never asks us to resist temptation. Because the more you think about the temptation, the more you are consumed by that temptation. The Bible says resist the devil. The more you think, you should fall on because you're thinking about that temptation. But you got to do something else. You got to get out, focus something else. Focus on the goodness of God. You start to praise Him. Praise, redirect your attention to Him. Him, the author and the finisher of your faith. That I can do this. But you know what? Those people that struggle with temptation, they keep on resisting temptation. No wonder they keep oh, ah, yeah, I cannot do this. I cannot smoke. I cannot smoke. I cannot smoke. Oh, don't, no bubble, no bubble. Camel, ah, ah, Salem, Salem, ah, Salem. You know, uh, some of you don't know. Good. Praise God. You know, you, you, you don't resist temptation. The more you give to temptation, the more power he has over you. You're still thinking about him. You resist the devil. You first of all understand, I will not be intimidated. Yes, I have memories. But God's going to give me a new memory of new things, of worship, of, of, of praise, about intercessory prayer that God's going to give me. That I have a new high in the spirit. Amen. You know what? The world out there called alcohol spirits is the wrong spirits. And I don't know why some of us are dealing with spirits when we can have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why flirt around with this? I have a high that comes from God. That high comes from peace. That high that is not purchased by how much are $60 one bottle? I don't know. Alcohol is expensive. Leh. Got tax some more. When I can come to church every Sunday. <laughs> it says, in the beginning, I created the heavens and the earth. I, and he says in his words, it is finished. Amen. I, 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 I got you all settled. Amen. You know what? I don't have to drink myself happy. All I need to think is think about the goodness of God. And then I wonder why Christians are not good witnesses. When you still have to travel on those things, when the Bible says you can have righteousness, peace and joy. You want to go, you go all the way. That's what I serve God for. Amen. Are you with me? Because God is not, you know, listen, why? Some people say, oh, oh I, I'm going to go. 
Oh, Lord, help me. We read in the scripture, God will not tame us. You listen, God will not tame us. Out of, you, you, someone asked me, young person asked me, Pastor, why don't you drink? I tell you why. One out of ten person become alcoholic. I tell you why. Let me tell you why. Cost money. And I have never seen someone who drink become more sober. The Bible says, "Be sober, be vigilant." I don't put myself into that floor unless, unless, unless I've tasted alcohol before. It, it triggers me all over. Amen. I start to sing songs. <laughs> you know, and I don't know when to put my limit. And the Bible says God is not one who tempts. Settle. Oh, some people debate with me all the time. Oh, drinking not bad. Oh, it's just that don't you get drunk. How do you know you don't get drunk? The last person I, I, I say I won't get drunk, I fall on the floor, eh? Vomiting on my vomit. And God will not tempt. That settles it. Why would say he likes this, but then after that he tempts you, you kick your desires? Don't know, I give you free of charge, but not in my notes. Huh? Come on, whatever I do, I want to do it for His glory. Ask yourself this question. Does this bring glory to God? Does it bring glory that I put my head at the end of the day, puke in the toilet bowl? Withdrawal? Did you give glory to God? How about my children? This is a proof test. My children say, Dad, you drink one. So I drink one. Are you all with me? Amen. I'm trying to create a safe environment. I'm not trying to help you. I'm not trying to say pastor old-fashioned or whatever. I'm trying to tell you I thought all this already. I'm more pie than you. I already thought already. Amen. Why cannot? Ask Brother Willoughby. Why cannot? Why cannot? He gave me answers. Woo. Okay. We're going to do a podcast for your answers. Because I think that I need to give you all an answer. Amen. Are, are, are you all with me? Everybody say, praise God. You all still love me, right? Amen. You know, again, next week, okay? Everybody say, next week. We're going to go through every six processes. What's, what's the time now? 11.44. Okay, can end. Praise God. But I want us to really ask ourselves this question today. Do you know that, first of all, are you tempted? Let, let's, let's become spiritually sensitive. The devil is like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. First thing he wants to rob is your identity. Secondly, he wants to rob your placement in the kingdom, your prayers. He wants to hinder your prayers because when he hinder your prayers, you have no faith in him. Your faith is weakened. And when you don't study the word of God and apply the scripture and get yourself aligned, then you are totally out of alignment with God. This makes you a prime target. You know what? The devil doesn't care you go to church or not. Trust me. The devil is afraid of those people who have authority. Amen. And I want to see my generation safe. 
I want to know that when I fast, when I pray, it's making effects. Amen. Are you with me here today? That's why holy living is so important that, that the devil can have no place within you. Wow. You know, it's just like, you know, uh, uh, there was a man of God, you know, John G. Lake, right? They put, uh, 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 what a disease, uh, uh, what's that? Virus. virus, okay, on his hand. Eh. They put a microscope and see that the virus died. Eh. And I wanted my walk with God to be like that. That God is so real to me. So real. Because I got only one life left, folks. And before you close the coffin, I want to know that I serve Him all the days of my life. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Amen. Okay, next week we're going to cover them every point. Are, are you all with me? Is this okay with you all so far? We're going to slow down. We're going to digest. We're going to help each other overcome. So, so as, as, here's what I want us to do. Shall we just lift our hands all over this place right now? Father, teach us what it means to walk in the Spirit. Amen. Come on, just, just lift your hands right now. Lord, walk in newness, Lord. Lord, you... Our gracious God, you are a merciful God. You are a God full of grace. Today, Jesus, teach us what it means to be empowered over our temptations. Father, forgive us, God. Maybe we have neglected this aspect of prayer. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All of us will be tempted in our own ways, Father. Come on, just, just lift your hands up right now. All of us will be tempted in our own ways. Lord, whether it's temptation, God, or entertainment, temptation, God, of us squandering our life away, temptation about how we handle our money, even temptation of this thing called giving. Father, I pray, God, that we have victory over our temptation. Father, I pray that the church will learn how to encourage each other through temptation, Lord. Lord, that they will learn how to pray for one another, that they will see their breakthroughs, God. Every one of us will have breakthroughs, God, over our own spiritual life, Father, right now, God. Lord, the devil, I bind the devil right now in the name of Jesus. I bind him. You have no authority over the people of God. You have no authority over Lord, our family right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray as we resist the devil, as we submit to you, Lord, as we resist the devil, we draw nigh to you, you will draw nigh to us, our authority will grow, Father. We'll begin to see miracles, signs and wonders in our home. We will begin to see authority, God, that we have never seen before, Father, right now. We will begin to hear your voice. Father, you did not give us a spirit of fear, but you give us a spirit of love, power I say power and a sound mind come on just, just pray for your family right now in the name of Jesus devil you cannot touch my generation devil you can't touch my family I command you to leave devil you cannot touch my finances come on Devil, you cannot touch my finances. You cannot touch my destiny. 
Come on, exert your authority. Amen. The Lord is rowing away your reproach right now. The Lord is rowing your reproach so you will rise up in authority. Come on, everyone. Just pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Begin to lose doors. I speak to doors that are open right now. I speak to divine intervention right now. I speak divine intervention. Come on. Just praise Him for a moment. The Lord is here. Come on. Lord, we will live in victory. We will live in that zone. We will live in fear. Faith, God. Faith, God. And not fear, God. My confidence is returning. Come on. My confidence is returning. My faith is returning, God. My confidence in you is returning, Lord. Pray for one another right now. We got time. Let's pray for one another. In the name of Jesus, let's agree. Come on, let's agree. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless my brother. Lord, today, God, let him be free, God. Let him be free, God, right now. Let there be a spirit of liberty. Whom the Son set free is free indeed. Freedom, oh God, freedom for grace to operate. Freedom, God, for your love. Freedom, oh God. For mercy, freedom, Lord, every aspect of our life, freedom. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. Oh, deliver us, God, deliver us. Lord, deliver us from evil, deliver us from our evil lusts, deliver us, oh God. Come on, come on, just ask God to deliver you from your desires. Ask God to deliver you from your evil desires that have hindered you. Hallelujah, Jesus. I speak a breakthrough right now. I see a breakthrough. I see freedom right now. I see liberation right now. Come on, just leave your voice for a moment. Whom the Son set free, He's free indeed. Come on, receive your freedom today. Receive your freedom today. Receive your freedom for your generation. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it right now. Receive miracle signs and wonders. Receive the glory. Receive it right now in Jesus' name. Uh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on. Let's end with Thanksgiving. Let's end with Thanksgiving right now. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Come on, let's give him praise all over this place. You know, when the Bible says, right, he's given us freedom. You know, when you think about the word freedom, it's not just about dependence, the freedom to serve God. Freedom to express my worship to Him. Freedom to do what's right. 
there was a period of my life that I'm not free to do what's right because the law of sin is always holding me back. But He paid a price. Now I have the law of love that I can be free to do what's right. Turn to your neighbor and say, I can be free to do what's right. Amen. It's not just about freedom for you to just dance. It's a freedom to do what's right. Freedom to reach out to your friends. Freedom to give mercy. Freedom to give forgiveness. Come on, everybody say amen. Freedom to love. Amen. I can do that now. One time, there was once in my life I had resentment, but today I'm free to give forgiveness. Today, the Lord has set me free. <laughs> amen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on, can we do that right now? I can do all things to Christ that strengthens me. Turn to your neighbor and say, I have the freedom to give forgiveness. Amen, I, can, I have the freedom, amen, to love you. Come on, say, I have the freedom to love you. Amen, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. The Spirit of God comes. All the things that you find hard to do, suddenly you do. Amen. Because it's not the work of the flesh, it's the work of the Spirit. Father, we give you honor. Lord, we give you honor today. We love you. We love you because you first love us. We desire you today as we leave this place, God. Today, no more condemnation. Today. Today, no more fear. Today, 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 God, is the day that the Lord has made and I, I will rejoice. I will be glad in it. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let's clap our hands one more time to the Lord. Amen. You are dismissed in Jesus' name. Thank you. God bless every one of you. Amen.